Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following content is brought to you by Abigail 13, Orange Thunder, and Paul Bramblett. This right here is the reason that you come to the live shows, because I've done this intro, it feels like 78 times, it's only been like 3 or 4 times, and I keep messing it up, but that's okay. Let's get started with episode 566 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Today on the show we're going to talk about Pikmin, we're going to talk about Spitlings, we're going to talk about Hypercharged and Wargroove, and we're going to talk about first person shooters. If you did not know... I do this show live on Mondays and Wednesdays on my Twitch channel, on Fridays on my YouTube channel. And if you want to find links to all of that stuff, just go to runjumpstomp.com and click on the appropriate button. All right, let's get started with the first topic for today. And that's actually, I was getting ready to hit the record button and uh, somebody in chat, HH on the one, uh, they said, hey, what's your favorite first-person shooter on Nintendo Switch? And I thought, you know what? This is a really great question. Um, I don't have a good answer myself because when whenever we're talking about first-person shooters on Nintendo Switch, I have a tendency to avoid them. I tend to play my first-person shooters either on my PlayStation, on my computer, on Google Stadia because I want to have my shooters have the, the highest possible frame rate. I want them to look absolutely gorgeous. And the Switch is a very underpowered device. And now, that doesn't mean that it's a bad device. But when I have access to other places to play these games, those are the places where I'm going to play that kind of game. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't have other gaming platforms. They only have Nintendo Switch. And so there's a perfectly... That like that means that this is a perfectly valid question and should be asked, because you know even though this doesn't really affect me, there's a lot of people out there that it does affect. So I'm going to leave this question to you, and uh, hopefully we will talk about it on one of the mailbag episodes that are uh, going to come up, and I record those usually on Friday. As long as the 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 comments and mail uh, keep coming in. As long as the tweets and questions keep coming in, I'm going to keep doing those mailbag episodes. But here's my question. Well, it's not my question. It's HH, HH on the ones question. All right. They want to know what are your favorite first person shooters on Nintendo Switch? So I'm going to tweet that out so you guys can answer this. But here's my answer for this. While I have not played these games on Nintendo Switch, I have played these games a lot, and I really, really enjoy them. And while I 
would recommend that you play them on other platforms. If you only have the Switch, then I would say absolutely play these games, especially because I've heard very good things about these ports. So I'm going to break my answer to this question into two parts, multiplayer and single player. Up until this year, uh, my favorite single player first person shooter was Doom 2016. I played it on PC. I absolutely adored that game. It is amazingly well crafted. The music is awesome. The moment to moment gameplay of that game is the best ever right up until the sequel came out earlier this year being Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is my favorite single player first person shooter of all time. Now, that's not currently out on Nintendo Switch. So, if you're looking for a really good single player experience for a first person shooter on Switch, I would recommend Doom 2016 because that game is rad. It's all kinds of rad and I heard I've read that the port for this Switch is a very good port. Obviously, it's not going to play like it does on PC or PS4 or Xbox, um, but I've heard it's fantastic as far as the port goes, and so I would recommend that. The second um, half of my answer for this particular question is um, if you're looking for a multiplayer game, there's a lot of decent multiplayer first-person shooters on Nintendo Switch. You could go with Paladins, but we've heard you I'm sure that you've heard me describe Paladins before as poor man's Overwatch. Well, when Paladins first came out on the Nintendo Switch, it wasn't like Overwatch didn't exist. Well, Overwatch is on the Nintendo Switch now. And I have a ridiculous number of hours playing Overwatch on my PC and on my PS4. That game is a masterpiece of first-person shooter fun. Um, so if you're looking for a multiplayer first-person shooter, then the game that I would recommend to you is Overwatch. And we actually have people who regularly uh, play Overwatch on Nintendo Switch in our Discord community. So if you're looking for people to play that multiplayer first-person shooter with, then join our Discord community. Again, the URL that you want to go to is just runjumpstomp.com and the appropriate link is on the left. All right, so head on over there uh, right now. Join up with 1,500 other people and have a conversation about games. Uh, you know, Overwatch is my answer for multiplayer. Doom is my answer for single player. Great question. Well, we've been waiting for Nintendo to give us the next DX game. Um, we have a bunch of games that came out on the Wii U and then were ported to the Nintendo Switch. And you know what? I, this doesn't bother me even the least bit. I'm not bothered at all by these ports coming because let, let me just remind everybody who's listening, and you probably don't even need me to remind you of this, um, but I'm going to anyway. I'm going to remind everybody that the Wii U only sold 14.7 million units worldwide lifetime sales. 
14.7, while the Nintendo Switch sold more than 20 million in the U.S. alone in only three years. So the Wii U, very, very unsuccessful. Nintendo Switch, wildly successful. It is possible by the end of the Switch's uh, lifetime, it will outsell Nintendo's best platforms. We'll see. Only time will tell. Uh, But anyway, a lot of us have been waiting for these deluxe games to uh, come to the Nintendo Switch. In fact, I think we had a mailbag topic about this very, very recently where somebody asked, do I think that Nintendo should dip back into the well of these older games and bring them to the Nintendo Switch? And I said, absolutely, they should. Well, apparently Nintendo was listening. They're not listening. But uh, (laughs) uh, they decided that that's exactly what they're going to do. And Nintendo tweeted this out today. They said, "Prepare prepare yourselves, brave explorers. Set off for the lush planet of PNF404 when Pikmin 3 Deluxe lands on October 30th. This version includes multiple difficulty modes, new side story missions featuring Olimar and Louie, and all the DLC from the original release, which is fantastic. Uh, If you don't know what Pikmin is, it is essentially a real-time, a single-player, well, we'll get to the single-player part of it. It's a real-time strategy game where you play as this guy Olimar, Right, he's like this little spaceman who rocket whose rocket crashes on a planet, and he finds these weird plant beings that they follow his every whim. So he'll blow a whistle; they will do what he wants them to do. And you use the the correct color Pikmin in order to accomplish certain tasks in the game, in order to rebuild your spaceship so you can take off. That's basically how the first one played. Now, I I played Pikmin 2. I never played Pikmin 3. Uh, even though I had a Wii U, I never played Pikmin 3. Um, but now you kind of know what Pikmin is. Well, Pikmin 3 originally came out on the Wii U, and of course the Wii U had such a tiny install base that even the people who are interested in Pikmin Missed a lot of people who are interested in Pikmin missed out on this particular game. Um, so I think it's fantastic that Nintendo is bringing this to the Nintendo Switch because that means all of the people who missed out on this the first time around can play it this time. I think that Pikmin is a very, very cool series, it's something that is totally unique to Nintendo. Um, Super Nintendad in chat says Pikmin 3 sold something like 210,000 units in its lifetime. Uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe will probably sell more than that in their first week. And uh, I would have to say absolutely, yeah. Um, I didn't even... I assumed that it would be more than that, that, that Pikmin 3 would have sold more than that. But that's a really small number when you're talking about first-party Nintendo games. You know, usually they sell really, really well. And especially with the install base of the Nintendo Switch, I fully anticipate that they're going to that this game is going to sell extremely well. Especially when you t- when you look at that install base, and then you you compound that with the fact that we have had very little this year to play outside of Animal Crossing for first party Nintendo stuff. Um, let's go on to a quote from the press release. 
Uh, here's what they have to say. Pikmin 3 Deluxe offers, I'm sorry, Pikmin 3 Deluxe delivers a full suite of additions and enhancements, including the ability to play the whole story mode in co-op with a friend. So remember how before I said single player RTS? Well, now it's a multiplayer. Um, full story mode in co-op with a friend. That is really, really cool. New side story missions, which can also be played in co-op, and all the mis- mission mode DLC stages from the original's game's release. With new difficulty options, lock-on targeting, my guess is the lock-on targeting is probably their way of getting around the not having pointer controls, um, optional hints, and the choice to play at a more relaxed pace, it's easier than ever to join in on the Pikmin fun. I'm going to pause right there for a second. Um, a more relaxed pace. So the way that Pikmin has worked from, this is from memory, by the way, the way that Pikmin has worked in the past is that you have a certain amount of time to accomplish your task because you have to recharge your ship at night or you have to go back to your ship at night. Whatever the the, the MacGuffin is, you got to get back to your ship at night in order to recharge or whatever. So... I'm guessing that the the easier than ever um I'm sorry the relaxed pace is making your days a little bit longer so that you have more time to accomplish what you need to accomplish which I think is a very good way to make this game a little more accessible to everyone in fact they said uh it's easier than ever to join in on the Pikmin fun Enjoy the game's beautiful scenery and get a taste of what this vibrant world has to offer. They go on. Seasoned players who are ready to deploy their Pikmin plucking skills in some new challenges. Pikmin 3 Deluxe adds new side story missions featuring Olimar and Louie exploring planet PNF 404. And for a bit of friendly Pikmin flinging fun, there are even head-to-head multiplayer matches available in Bingo Battle. Now I read through the uh, the the press release a couple of times, and I I don't believe that they said anything about online um, about online functionality. So is this couch co op? Is this couch head to head play, or does this use Nintendo Switch online? That is a big question that I think needs an answer. I've talked a whole bunch about this game and I've left out one important thing and that's that there's going to be people who are like, where is Pikmin 4? Pikmin 4, we were told that Pikmin 4 was ready to go back in the Wii U era. I think that maybe this game comes out in October and then Pikmin 5, uh, not 5, Pikmin 4, uh, maybe a holiday release, maybe an E3 2021 release. Maybe an early 2021 release? I don't know. Uh, we do know that that um, Nintendo has said, due to COVID-19, there has been some things that have been delayed, even though they said the 2020 stuff hasn't been delayed. So we'll find out eventually. Um, but, hey, Pikmin 3. Only 210,000 people have played that game. So now's your chance. Uh, When October rolls around, are you going to be picking up Pikmin 3 or are you waiting for Pikmin 4? Let me know. I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter.
So a while back, I made a change on Patreon, and I kind of forgot about it. Patreon sent me an email, and they said, "Hey, do you want to do you want to make mugs for certain pay- levels on your Patreon?" And I was like, "Sure, I guess. Uh, let's try it." And so I submitted it and uh, got approved. And then I forgot about it. And then I got a, a, a weird little blue icon on my Patreon when I went there the other day. And it said, hey, uh, you've got some of your patrons have now earned their mugs. And I was like, oh, that's really awesome. So uh, these are our executive producers uh, who have now earned their mugs. And I, I guess Patreon is going to mail these mugs to them, uh, you know, post haste. Uh, so if a mug shows up at your house, now you know why. It's because you supported at the executive producer level, and it's one more way for me to say thank you for that. If you're not into mugs, you can also get hoodies and stickers depending on the tier. Uh, or, you know what, if you just want to hear this show early, if you want to listen to it as soon as I'm done recording and editing, then you can join at the early access tier. Uh, so, the, you know, there's a whole bunch of people who are supporting the show, and I really do uh, appreciate that. We are currently 45% of our way to a brand new podcast series about retro games. If you are interested in that, make sure that you head on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp, and join at whichever tier you want, uh, whichever tier sounds the best to you, because... That helps push us towards that goal. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I'm not somebody that played the original Advance Wars. I didn't play Advance Wars until it came to the DS, and I ended up picking up Advance Wars Dual Strike. I went to the store, I picked it up, I put it in my... I, and I this was before I would do a bunch of research about... Um, you know, a game before I picked it up. I just looked at it and it looked interesting. So I ended up picking it up and playing a whole bunch of it and I had a blast with it. And, you know, we're still waiting for an Advance Wars game to come to Nintendo Switch. But while we're waiting, we have, um, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of the game, Wargroove. We have Wargroove on Nintendo Switch, which is basically the medieval fantasy version of Advance Wars. Uh, so if you don't know what Wargroove is, or if you don't know what Advance Wars is, it's a turn-based tactical um, uh, combat game, and it's really, really fun. It came out on Nintendo Switch, I feel like it was a couple of years ago now, and one of the things that was really cool is it had cross-play between PC and Nintendo Switch. 
And then it eventually ended up on Xbox as well. And there was cross-play between Nintendo Switch and Xbox and PC. And it, then it came to PlayStation. And there was cross-play between Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Not PlayStation. Because PlayStation's uh, ridiculous response was, well, the best place to play is on PlayStation. So we don't want you playing anywhere else. Now... Of course, that's because they're the market leader and they were trying to throw their weight around, ruining everything. Well, I don't want to say ruining everything, but just kind of being jerks. Uh, Kodiak Moonwolf in chat says, Windows Switch Xbox One, uh, February 1st, 2019. It came to PlayStation 4 on July 23rd, 2019. Um, So, okay, it wasn't two years ago. It was last year. Anyway. Back to uh, what I was talking about. That's finally changed after a very prolonged, drawn-out fight between Chucklefish, and which is the publisher, and PlayStation. They were kind of fighting back and forth about, hey, we want to do we want to do crossplay because it's important. And PlayStation kept saying, no, we're not going to do that. And it always bugged the hell out of me. Like we've ta- we spent a lot of time on this show talking about how PlayStation was using their their position as a market leader to kind of force people onto their platform if they wanted to play with their friends. And I always kind of complained about that. Uh, but anyway, that's no longer the case. Uh, now Wargroove can be played cross play with Nintendo Switch, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. And this comes with this brand new uh, co-op campaign, which is very important because like, if you want to play this co-op campaign, you want to have the largest number of people to play with. And if you're stuck on, on the PlayStation, you can't play with the Xbox or the PC or the Nintendo Switch. That, that means that you are having a... It is, in fact, not the best place to play. Um, well, that's no longer the case. Now, co-op is everywhere. Uh, let me read you um, a couple of quotes from the press release. This is uh, These are quotes from Rodrigo Braz Mon- uh, Montiero, who is the lead programmer on uh, Wargroove and the chief technical officer of uh, Chucklefish. Uh, he says, Wargroove Double Trouble uh, features a completely new outlaw-themed 15-plus-hour co-op-enabled campaign showcasing new thief and rifleman unit gameplay, as well as ruffian commanders. The Mighty Wolfar, Troublemaker Twins Errol and Orla, and the Maleficent Vesper. Maleficent? Is that a word? I thought, okay, I think that must be a word. I don't know what it means. It probably means mean, something like that. An exciting addition to this release is also the very much anticipated of inclusion of crossplay support between all platforms, now including PS4. This means that no matter on what platform Wargroove players choose to battle on, they can enjoy competitive and cooperative multiplayer games as well as share community-made maps online with friends. By the way, this game has a huge... Um, edit, uh, a very robust editor where you can make not only your own maps but your own um, like campaigns 
And now you can share those with anybody on any of those platforms, which is awesome. Uh, here's what they had to say. We're very happy to finally complete our vision of one big happy Wargroove community as PS4 Wargroove players can now play with those on Nintendo Switch, Xbox, and PC. From the very beginning, we knew that multiplayer aspect of Wargroove was a huge part of the experience, and that made it the game every very suitable for crossplay amongst all platforms. This became even more important with the release of Double Trouble as its co-op campaign. We felt that it wouldn't be right to bring it to the platform without crossplay support. Our thanks to Blitworks team who has been working on bringing the DLC to the PS4. Thanks for your patience and hope you will have fun. Uh, so I think that that's great. I think it's it's good that that Sony has finally bent to the will and you know when they've done this before they did it for Fortnite, right well Fortnite is the 900 pound gorilla in the gaming space so sony didn't really have much of a choice and even then they made Fortnite kind of wait before we had full cross-platform play for a smaller publisher like this to be able to push Sony enough that Sony has finally said, all right, fine, that is huge. And I feel like when we go into the next-gen uh, platforms, I feel like now the shackles are off for cross-play. And a lot of games currently don't have cross-play between all of the different platforms. And the reason for that is mostly, I believe, because of Sony being hesitant to allow people to uh, publishers to do that. So developers had said, well, I don't want to put in all this work just for them to say no. So they, they, they begin without those features, and then we don't have those features. When we look at the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and whatever is the follow-up to the Nintendo Switch and Google Stadia and PC, I think that with newer games that are going to come out in the next few years, we're going to see more games that have cross-platform. And I think that that's good for everyone. Spitlings is a really cool couch co-op game. I, well, it also has online. At least it did on Google Stadia. And um, that's where I played it. But it's now coming to all of the other platforms, including Nintendo Switch. And it's a really, really cool game. It's really, really fun. And I, I guarantee that you're going to have fun with this game if you play it. It is one of the perfect games for couch co-op one of the perfect games for uh for you know sharing a joy con or as nintendo likes to call it share the joy where you take a joy con off and hand it to somebody uh and you're just playing with the joy con sideways the controls are super super simple and the gameplay itself is also very simple so what is spitlings well you play as these little uh, these little characters, and uh, there's a bunch of different skins that you unlock as you play through the game. Uh, you know, like sometimes you're like a little train or a typewriter or a telephone or whatever. And uh, the the idea is that there's all of these bubbles throughout the level 
that you need to pop. And in order to pop them, you spit your teeth at these bubbles. Uh, so the bubbles will be up above you and you shoot the your teeth up and then you can hold down a button and uh, you will regrow your teeth to spit them again. It's really weird and it's not always teeth. Like if you are playing as the telephone, then you're spitting out the... Um, <laughs> the phone buttons instead. If you are playing as um, oh God, like a piano, then you're shooting out the piano keys. But it's basically just a skin for the same thing. You're shooting a projectile at these bubbles, and it's a puzzle. It's an action puzzle, really, is, is what you're doing. So you've got all of these bubbles on screen that you have to pop, and um, you have to... When, as, I would not recommend that you play this solo. It's not all that fun to play solo. But when you're playing it with other people is when things get really, really fun. So it's a couch co-op game where you're working together to pop all of the things on screen that you need to pop while avoiding the things moving around that will kill you. And here's the thing. If one person dies in the game then it's game over. You guys have to start over. So that means you win together and you lose together. And it's now available on the Nintendo Switch. It is 15 bucks. It is a awesome, an absolutely awesome uh, couch co-op game. Uh, or, you know, if you're on voice chat with somebody, an online co-op game. I wouldn't play this game single player. I would not play this game online unless you could talk to the people that you're playing with. Um, but if you are looking for a fun party game to play with people, then Spitlings is definitely something that you're going to want to uh, take a look at. Now, what I will say about this is that this is the kind of game right right here that needs a, needs to have a demo. It absolutely needs to have a demo because this game is super fun and people are going to look at the very, very simple graphics of this game and dismiss it. And I think that that's a very bad thing for them because it's such a great game and it's just not going to get the attention that I feel it deserves if they don't get a demo on the eShop. Uh, so, uh, you know, Spitlings, I hope you're listening Get your game uh, as a demo where you can play like three levels or something um, with online play or, you know, couch co-op. However, because you're going to sell way more games if people have a chance to try it. Or, you know what I would think would be even better? Make the game free to play for the first three levels or something like that. And then if you want to buy the rest of the levels, just do an in-app purchase for, for your 15 bucks or something like that. That's, that's what I would recommend. I think that they would sell a lot more games that way. Speaking of games that need demos, uh, Hypercharge Unboxed is this really weird game on Nintendo Switch where you play as toys... And it almost feels like a tower defense game where you've got these uh, these 
points that you have to defend against these waves of toys that are coming in. It's like you're in a kid's bedroom or something and all of the toys are trying to attack this one area or you're in a closet and they're all trying to attack this one area and you have to defend it by putting up traps and then switching into basically first person shooter mode to shoot anything that the traps are not getting. Uh, it's really fun. It's got a really cool art style. I like this game a lot. Um, the The team that made Hypercharge Unboxed, which is a it's a terrible name for it. It doesn't really describe what that what the game is game is like. Um, but the team is a very small team, and one of the things that I like about them is that they've always said from the very start, "Look, we're a small team. We're very very responsive to what people are saying." and you know, they said that when their game first came out and they sent me a review copy and they have been true to their word. They have been really, really good about working on their game and improving it. They've added things like a tutorial and a PVE garage and some deathmatch stuff and some free roam and split screen. And the demo that I was just telling you that they needed is now here. So if you've heard me talk about this game before, and I think you probably have, now's your chance to try it, all right? There's a demo on the eShop. There's no reason for you to not try this game out. It's really, really good. I think if you play this, you will enjoy it, and you will end up buying it. What I will say is when I first played it, I didn't realize that it had motion controls, and so uh, our motion aiming and so as I was playing it, again, because there's no tutor- there was no tutorial at the time, oh, I was playing it, I was very confused. And then once I figured out that it had motion aiming, it's like all of the controls locked into place and I understood it so much better and I had so much more fun with it. So Hypercharge Unboxed now has a demo and uh, that came out yesterday and I think that, that a lot of people are going to find this game to be really, really fun. By the way... Just a reminder, if you uh, pick this game up and you really like it and you're looking for other people to play with, join our Discord. There is a channel on the Discord called LFG. You can use that. It's looking for a group, and you can find other people to play with by using that channel. Uh, again, to, to get to our Discord, it's runjumpstomp.com. That's our show for today. I want to say thank you to our producers, Josephine, Eric Smith, Jordan Forbes, Matt Hadfield, Bowser, Travis, McGuire, Trucker Paul, and Nintendo Fit. You guys are amazing. Thank you for the support, and thank you to all of our patrons for supporting. Uh, it, it really does mean a lot to me. If you're looking for other ways to support the show, head on over to my website. You can click on thank you and find out a whole bunch of ways to support the show. Uh, you can also find there links to our Discord community, links to the Twitch channel, links to the YouTube channel, uh, as well as my latest tweets and stuff like that. Um, let's get out of here. I hope that you all enjoyed the show today, and the music that you are heard throughout today's show is all by Noteblock. Make sure you check out their stuff on their YouTube channel. Uh, there are links in the show notes, which you can find, again, at runjumpstomp.com. 